Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hi, my name is Moshe D. I'm an addict coming at you from Fife, Scotland. Shout out to my home groups, um, St. Andrews, Surrender to Win on Monday night, and Dundee, just for today on a Wednesday night. This is the Spiritual Principle a Day reading for the 16th of December, Embracing the Spirit of Generosity. Giving generously of ourselves, especially when we are in pain, is a path through some of our sorrow and confusion. From Living Clean, Chapter 4, Death, Dying, and Living with Grief. The connection between generosity and pain may not seem obvious right away. However, early recovery is a good example of how giving of ourselves can help us endure pain and discomfort. When we first get clean, some of us find we're grieving many losses. Our self-respect, our sense of self, the lifestyle and image that defined us, our relationship with drugs, and people we used with. Some of us come to NA mourning the loss of friends or family members to the disease. No one arrives to NA pain-free, but all of us who stay find some relief, usually by our active participation in NA. I hardly knew what to do with myself when I got clean, one member shared. I felt like an exposed nerve. Before and after meetings, I'd help with anything that needed done, handing out and reading cards, taking up trash, stacking chairs. Helping the trusted servants made me feel better. Generosity gets us out of ourselves. We stop focusing on our every thought and emotion and instead turn our attention to those around us. Even when we're in pain or discomfort, generosity helps us do something good when we don't know what else to do. Giving as a diversion from desperation is not necessarily the whole solution. Postponing feelings doesn't make them go away, but a brief respite can renew our energy or refresh our thinking so that we can apply other solutions as well. Perhaps most importantly, In helping others, we can find the willingness to accept help. Life is difficult, but we are not alone. We have each other. Grief, pain, hardship, and sorrow are all natural parts of life. To find my way through difficulties, I will embrace the spirit of generosity I find in NA. I will help others and allow them to help me. Thanks for letting me read. All right, welcome back, everyone. This is December 16th. We're here with Andrew G for Fridays in December. Andrew, what's your thoughts on embracing the spirit of generosity? Mm. I I had a lot of ID with this reading. Um, When we first get clean, some of us find we're grieving many losses, our self-respect, our sense of self, the lifestyle and image that defined us our relationship with drugs and people we use with. So, so I got clean at 19 years old and I was in a fraternity. I was in college. Like I was the stereotypical, like, like white frat kid college having the time of my fucking life um, until it was not right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like my disease ruined it. And like, I mourned that loss 
after I got clean. And I had a lot of self-pity and a lot of why me, you know, um, because I saw a lot of dudes that like use drugs the same way I did. And like they were able to show up for their life. They didn't end up in rehab or, you know, wake up in a psych ward like I did, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I mourned that for a while. Um, Thank God that like there were people who were like very, very loving when I came to NA, you know, and very generous with the message and generous with their time and their, their patience, <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, patient with me when I first came in here. Um, and, uh, you know, as we've been talking about like this, this idea of a practical re- recovery and doing these little things, right. Like sharing, sharing opportunities to be of service to me to where I can put that self-pity aside and kind of get out of myself and say like, okay, you know, I can find a new way to live here. I can find a place to, you know, I can get in where I fit in. Mm. Hey, did you do so? So, so having coming from like the fraternity and and you know and all that piece. So, were you mourning the loss of of like, hey, you know, I have a tribe? Did you identify with with you know the folks that you were hanging out with before you got clean as kind of like your people? Did you feel like you fit there? For sure. I mean, yeah. it, it, like it was based on getting getting fucked up together. Like it was about doing dope. It was not about anything else for me. <laughs> and I think that's and, and and that's the struggle sometimes, especially for us. And I and and, and Andrew, I, I've been man, I've been putting this out into the universe, man. How we need a resource for people who get clean as teenagers. You know, I got clean at sixteen, and uh, and you and know, I've talked about this, you know, many many times. And and it's like that piece right there of like, bro, we we so what we're called to do when we get clean in in that young is to say, okay, hey, the peers or the people that we were just getting high with, right? You know, our world, our tribe, we're 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 letting that go. And I'm cool with that. Good man. I'll fucking, you know, that's fine. I can like that's cool. You know, I'm drowning. You guys who are clean, you're not drowning. Show me how to not drown. But we're called to replace that tribe, you know, with the tribe of NA. And mm. when we look around, man, it's like, you know, I'm 16 and they're 35. And they're 40 and they're talking about raising kids and getting divorced a couple of times and, you know, and shit like that. And bro, all I know is food stamps and Percocet. That's what I know. You right. You, you with me. And I was back with food stamps where you rip them out of the book. Not that fancy shit that they got now. Do credit cards and shit. Food stamp looking, you know. So so it's like it's like, bro, how do we how do we start, you know, to identify, hey, these are my people when in, you know, when 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 the gap right there. I mean, that mm. difference is just really, it's just there. It's just in front of us. How did you do that, bro? Man, there were a couple of uh, like younger guys at uh, at the treatment center who were doing the NA meeting there. Um, There's one dude who had like two years, who was a couple years older than me, one who was like late 20s, early 30s, around the same time. Um, but man, you know what? There were also a lot of people who who were older, who didn't look like me, um, who did drugs that I'd never done before. But they were they were generous of their spirit, right? Like they they came up to me after the meeting, after I would share, you know, and, and like my heart's fucking beating all fast. So I'm like, oh god, here we go. I'm raising my hand to share, and they would say, hey man, that was fucking awesome. Keep coming back, you know. Or like, hey, I wow. loved what you said, you yeah. know. Um, they loved me until I could love myself and let me know, you know, the tribe thing, like you fucking belong here guy, you know? Mm. Um, I needed that, you know, I needed to know that. Yeah. Same, man. That was my experience too. I, I don't remember being asked if I wanted to go eat or go get some coffee after the meetings. It was just like, bro, hop in the back seat. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't even like, Hey man, do you, do you, do you have money? Cause I didn't have shit, bro. I, but I, 
I went, I don't, I don't think that I missed going out to dinner or coffee after the meeting. Not one time, like my first year, year and a half, something like this. I don't think I did. And, uh, you know, I never had, I never had a dollar, man. Like mm-hmm. I never had any money. Those dudes, they bought my meal every time they, they, they were generous. You're exactly right. They were generous with the message, took me into their homes, except the one dude, his, his name is, is Mike G. He's one of the guys that 12 stepped me and for, I wasn't allowed in the upper part of his hat. He's, he's, he's fancy, right? He's bougie, you know, <laughs> professional and stuff like this. Check it out. When he would bring me over to his house, man, uh, I had to stay in the basement. We could go into the basement because <laughs> his wife, his wife looked at me and said, and told him that, and I'm not, not that one. No, no, not that one. Mike, what, no. The coolest thing, bro, the coolest thing is when I go back into the hometown and I visit, we'll, we'll, we'll have dinner. You know, it's him, his wife, he has two daughters. We'll go out and, uh, and we'll talk about that and mm-hmm. laugh and stuff like that. And do you know, man, like it, 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 it's one of those things that we're how like the journey of recovery, you can go from like not being at, allowed out out of the basement of someone's house to being like oh you know what you're our people let's have dinner you know we build those relationships it's really cool Uh, so so what about now Andrew do you do this this spirit of generosity where do you see that um where do you see that in your recovery in the season of, of your life now um I think primarily for me it's it's trying to be of service first of all always sharing Right. Like I always fucking share in every meeting that I go to. Um, and and I, I really do believe that, like, you know, the message of Narcotics Anonymous, the message that I say about hope and freedom um, from active addiction, like it, like it's my duty to share that because it might connect with one person. You know, mm-hmm. like I might say something that that one person at the meeting hears and is like, fucking a, you know, or I might say one thing that like just tip somebody off right about like you know if i say like in the basic text it says or like read the literature mm-hmm. somebody says like well let me get that fucking book you know um you never know i do not know what shit is going to fly out of my mouth that might change somebody's life just like tons of people have done for me right little things that i've heard in meetings that are like wow you saved my fucking life um so i think that's primarily it for sharing but you know it's also about like just trying to show up right? Answer the phone, like being generous with my time when sponsees call me, um, trying to be patient with people. Um, Cause that's hard for me, you know, I, being around a little while, like sometimes it's hard to connect with like the quality of the problems as a newcomer, right? When everything was like, I remember when shit was really serious for me, but sometimes when I hear it from other people, like I got to just shut the fuck up and just say like, man, I know you're hurting and it's going to get better. Mm. You know? Mm. Bro, that's beautiful. And Andrew, I, man, and you know, you know, you're my peoples, man. And I love hearing you, uh, hearing you share. And it, it, it's like, you, you always challenge me with something, you know, mm. you really do. And so I'm listening here and I'm feeling challenge of like, man, you know, I should probably share more because I, I, I found myself the last couple of years, you know, sitting in meetings and, and I'm just really hesitant, except like if there, if there's somebody new in the meeting, you know, and then I'll, I'll kick it out the cookie cutter Hey, this is what I did. You know, this is what the the program looks like, you know, because I really feel indebted to and called to do that. But but like what you're talking about now is just being that active participant and kicking it out. And you know what I feel like, bro? I feel I feel that um, sometimes not all the time, but but a good bit of the time I might be clean longer than than anyone in the room. 
mm-hmm. and which is a fucking weird. It's just a weird feeling, man, for real. Exactly. Like, just a, you know what I'm saying? It's just I haven't gotten used to that shit, man. And and then it's like I. So here's the insanity of it. I think they're thinking. I think I know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> right like you follow that bro but you yes dude you know and so I'll, I'll just try to kind of like get settled in close my eyes and kind of let the meeting flow and uh but you really challenged me man maybe i ought to ought to take a look at that and and you know and do a check-in when the meetings i go to for a few minutes i um, think it's a it's important too for new people to share a lot you know um and and i hmm. i don't think i i understood it you know like the people who had a couple of years they would always talk about like, it's important to share when you're new and like, I need to hear your message. And I always, sometimes I can feel a little patronizing, right? About like, I need to hear what it's like. Like, oh, I need to hear how fucked up you are to make me mm. feel okay about myself. But man, like, you know, I was talking about somebody last night. Like I I was in a meeting this week in my home group. Somebody picked up a white key tag. It's been a while since I've seen somebody pick up a white key tag, right? That might be the beginning of the rest of that dude's life. You know, and like he shared that he was fucking hurting and like thinking about that and really connecting with it. Right. Like, like I hear that dude's pain, but I get to think about like, man, I know the life that I have today and the shit that I've been able to do. And I see it in all these people around me. Right. Mm -hmm. And like I might have been witness to like the beginning of the rest of this person's life, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and that's a really cool fucking thing. Like it's kind of hokey, you know, but like it's some real shit. You know, um, I was the connection that you're making, bro, the connection that you're making there. But in, in, and then if you're sharing, you know, Hmm. your, your, your few minute piece of like, Hey, instead of being a witness, like you're a participant in their life changing, man, that just really convicts my spirit, man. That's, that's beautiful, man. For real. And and I love the contrast you made about like being clean for a while and the problems that we have now, Mm -hmm. bro, check this out. Like the biggest thing, you know, like one of the, the shitty things that I'm navigating, it's really not that big of a deal. A school bus. It had no kids on it, though. It was an activity bus. Hit my truck. So my mm-hmm. truck's been in the, you know, getting getting worked on for like, I don't know, nine days now. And so what I got now is like this little Toyota Corolla routed around it. You so know? tight. So <laughs> fucking tight. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's like, it's like, man, that's not an issue, bro. That's not a problem. Yeah, I, Getting clean. I had a couple weeks clean and uh, and, and someone, um, you know, someone just stole my bike. You know, I fucked up. I left it on the side of the spot, you know, and, and someone stole it. Bro, I, I really was obsessed with finding whoever done it and killing them mm. for like a month. You know, that's mm-hmm. all I could think about for when I woke up to go to bed, you know, and it's just so that that's the issues we navigate getting clean. Right, bro. To, to now. Douglas has car insurance and he's just like, fuck this. It's all right, man. The fucking <laughs> rental cars covered. You know, I'm rolling around in a Corolla. <laughs> But it's true. It's true, man. Yeah. So, so, and look, I I, I want to hit on this piece too, um, you know, about like buying meals and stuff. And I talk about this and I, and I, and Andrew, I've gotten mixed um, comments, you know, anytime I share about this and like, I really feel called to, um, you know, that, that, that we support each other, uh, especially new folk or folk hurting or something like this. My, my home group, for the first seven years, it was just, it was fading out as I was getting clean. So, 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 um, but they, they had passed the basket around and they would announce, um, if you have a couple dollars to give, give it. And if you need a couple, take it. Mm. Dude, I'm telling you, man, 
that it gives me goosebumps now thinking about the spirit of that. I'm not talking about like the spirit of fucking people taking advantage and taking that or whatever. I'm talking about the spirit of saying, Hey, look, if you have give, if you need take, and we're here together, it's fucking touching, man. It, it, it touches my soul. It touches my heart. And that principle that I learned from my home group 22 years ago, I teach my sons now mm. you know, about, about being gender, being a giver and you know, all this stuff. So, so let me ask you this, bro. Do you, where where are you at with with that whole piece of like, you know, do are we called to buy that meal, to buy that cup of coffee, you know, a pack of cigarettes, fill up a gas tank, you know, and and stuff. The results have been mixed when I when I talk to people about this. I'm just kind of curious, you know, where you, where you're at with that. It you know, I, I guess I can only speak for myself. For me, yeah, um, and I don't always do it right. Like I'm not yeah. I'm not a fucking saint. Um, and I definitely fall into the trap of like, this is mine. Like I work, I work fucking hard for this money. Mm. Um, but, but I remember the first dude that sponsored me, Quinn, I, Quinn, I, um, he celebrated a year clean and it was my 20th birthday. And I probably had a month clean and he took me out to Chinese food up the road from the meeting and bought me a meal. And I felt so fucking special, mm. you know? Um, and like, it's those little, those little acts of generosity. Again, like you never know how that's going to impact somebody, you know, the throwaway pack of smokes for me, just as a sign of like, Hey, I love you. And like, you belong, right? Like you can keep coming back, you know, whatever, whatever little thing it is. Yeah. 100%. If I have it, I should give it. I don't always, you know, right I on. definitely yeah. don't. Yeah. And so, so to, to close out the, the episode, Andrew, what's, what, what are we going to do to stay accountable to each other for the, for the next week? Oh shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> you, know, you always challenge, you know what I think mine's going to be, bro. I'll tell you right now, man, I just feel challenged with, with, with you or invited, I guess would be a probably, probably more suitable of a term is to make sure that the meetings that I attend to share for a couple minutes. You know what I'm saying, man? Just to just to jump in and kind of kick that out, to be generous with that with that time piece, mm-hmm. um, or the message that was carried to me. Yeah, yeah. I think what I'm going to do in that spirit of generosity is like when I go to one of the regular meetings that I go to, right? Like not one of these new ones. I'm going to challenge myself to find the person that I don't know, the person who walks in the door, and rather just say like, "What's up? What's going on?" yeah welcome like talk to them after the meeting like engage with them one of my one of my friends phil is amazing at that like he always finds a person that he doesn't know he's like i'm phil what's going on let's talk where are you from how much time you got welcome you ever read this book before you should check this shit out ips they're free take them all you know and like and and i want to be that generous with my spirit you know to like let somebody know you know, you are so welcome and you are so loved. And I just want you to keep coming back and don't use no matter what, you know? So that's my, that's my accountability piece. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the anonymous podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six letter word others. As we go out into the world, stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm